Welcome to Sanctuary First. We are delighted today to have with us Lord James Wallace of Tankerness. He's leader of the Liberal Democrats in the House of Lords. He was formerly leader of the Scottish Liberal Democrats and a member of the Westminster Parliament for Orkney and Shetland and a member of the Scottish Parliament for Orkney. He was the first Deputy First Minister of Scotland and a Scottish Executive and Advocate General for Scotland. Welcome, Jim. It's good to speak to you, Albert. Well, I think if anyone knows anything about power, surely it is you. And that, of course, is our discussion this morning. As we think of the conversations that Jesus has with people and might have today with people, we're asking, what would Jesus have to say to power? I was reflecting recently on something that uh, Donald Trump said. He said, it's part of, I think, his slogan for his, his, his election campaign is, we'll make America great again. And that got me thinking, well, what is it that makes a country or a nation great? So I'll throw that out to you. What do you think? How would you answer that? If someone's saying, you know, in the midst of all this, yeah, as we're starting to think about, people are starting to even think about the referendum and, and, and this is the best way forward and this will make a difference to our country and all that. So what is it that we should be looking for to make the country great? Well, I rather suspect I have a different view of what makes a country great than Donald Trump does. Uh, certainly, it would not be for me um, to, to interpret Donald Trump, but I rather think he comes from a different uh, perspective. But I think uh, what really makes a country great uh, is the, you know, the role, the constructive role, uh, that it is willing to play in world affairs, as well, of course, as what it is willing to do and can do uh, to promote, the, the, promote the, the citizens, the benefits for the citizens who live within that country. Uh, if you take it at home first, uh, then I think it's obviously the duty of any country, any nation, to make sure that its citizens are secure, um, yeah. both from external and internal uh, mm -hmm. dangers, but also to make sure that people have the opportunity to have life and have it in abundance. And uh, that mm -hmm. then leads you to a whole range of different uh, policy uh, initiatives and policy proposals, but also externally, I think it does also mean that you play a responsible role uh, in the world. Uh, that you uh, and I'm, you know, I'm pleased that now, at long last, the United Kingdom does actually meet its commitment under the United Nations to give 0.7% of our uh, gross domestic product in in, in overseas aid. Mm -hmm. But it's also mm -hmm. it's the way we link with other nations. Uh, it's the way that we can, um, you know, be a force for for, for good, for peace, uh, and I think these are all things that you know that help contribute to make you know what a nation uh, would be great. It's not it's not military might by no means. I think it's what you yeah. do to try and and try and ensure that the world as a whole uh, is, a, is a better place. It sounds very trite, but actually, no, it's not. When it, boils, it's not. it boils down to it. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, because what you're really, I think, I'm hearing what you're saying is that this whole idea of a global village is now more more real and authentic than it has ever been because none of us as individuals can can duck the fact that we know there's issues in the world and we can't we can't put up a fence around ourselves and say we are secure but you know we don't care about others because our humanity demands of us to to do something I think that's absolutely right. And I mean, in our age uh, in particular, uh, I mean, my, you know, probably my great grandparents um, may have known something what was going on in other parts of the world uh, through people who had gone, traveled and come back. But, you know, we're seeing it daily. Um, I used to be you see it on television, but now you can see it on your 
what various devices that you carry around with you, uh, and that the plight of people in different parts of the world is brought literally into our living rooms. So, Jim, uh, do you think, can see something about that? Do you think then, when we're talking about speaking to power, and what would Jesus say to power, and you've been saying this is what makes a great nation, do you think a great nation then surely then is made up of people who have a mindset that is, well, one of the things Jesus said was, you know, if you want to be great, you've got to become the servant of all. Do you think maybe there's an area there that our, if we could have within the nation a mindset of servanthood and leadership become a mindset of servanthood? It would change so much, wouldn't it? It would. Uh, and I do think it, I mean, it requires leadership. Uh, I think it does require that people, you know, who, uh, who are, you know that they should be touched uh, by, by what they see and that there should be a response, a response to that. I mean, it is very easy. Uh, and we do hear some silent voices that say we should just you know, pull up the drawbridge uh, and make ourselves secure within our own island borders. Uh, but I, I think that's an abdication of responsibility. Uh, I mean, if you go back to the, the parable of the Good Samaritan, uh, you know, who is my neighbor? Well, you know, my neighbor today is the people you do see uh, on your TV screens um, who, I think mean, one of the great issues of, of today and the future probably be global migration, not just in people wanting to come to Europe, but you hear of boat people in Southeast Asia uh, and the issues that will be created by climate change, which will mm -hmm. perhaps change farming practices, places which once were fertile may no longer be water shortages. I think we're going to see you know, a great mass movement of people, and that poses a huge challenge to the global community. And that's why I think we've got to have leadership, and that's nations can give leadership, but within the nations you need people who are willing to stand up uh, and make a stand. And, and that's in the individuals, isn't it? Individuals making a, a, a concerted you know, stand and saying, this is where I stand, and I think this is so important that you know, I'm prepared to... You know, my colours to the mast in this one, and well, it might mean that I'll be, I'll be less. Put, might mean that I'll not be as well off. It may well be, uh, and I think there's also a great debate. I mean, you know, on taxation, it seems to be one of these things that if you actually ask people, um, opinion polls ask them, yes, we're prepared to pay extra tax for that. Sometimes when it comes to the ballot box, it doesn't always bear. It doesn't always carry through. Yeah. Uh, but there are, of course, there are there are implications, um, and you know. I, I, it must be what we are actually we've got to really start to address because I think we are going to see some you know, real real big major challenges uh, global challenges um, and it's not just terrorism that's one part of it and maybe a manifestation of some of the or consequence of, of some of the neglect but um, I think there's also challenges just of movement of people of poverty of global poverty uh, and that does require an international response you know, Jim, one of the things that worries me just now is I start, I listen to, to leaders, and not only political leaders, but, you know, um, leaders in, 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 in industry and such like. But the, if we don't, if we're not careful, we can, we can become very, we can focus on greed, and we can focus on the, on the politics of, of wealth, and, uh, and miss the whole purpose of economy. You know, and that's something that, as you know, the church has been thinking about and writing about, and some of us have been involved in getting the church to think and and, and throw out to, to, to leaders and leaders of industry, what is the purpose of economy? Why why are you wanting to create wealth and who's who's for whose benefit? And at the end of the day, 
I think I'd like to be bringing this discussion to a close because you know you're busy and you've got a lot on, and it's only a short discussion. But I, I want us to maybe, we'd love to hear you just talking about, uh, you've been in power and you've had influence and you still do have influence. How as an individual do you see the, your individual living, everyday living, and someone who is a Christian commitment, how does that everyday living affect the way you make decisions? And and, and, and how would you encourage others to do that too? Oh, that's a huge question. I, I mean, I, I probably think, you know, that... And that's it's probably, um, I mean, certainly it's never achieved every day. But you know, the, that passage uh, from from Micah, what does the Lord require of us? Uh, it's to do what is just, to show constant love, and to live in humble fellowship with our God. I mean, I think that's as good a street map for individual living uh, as you as Absolutely. you as you can get. Um, but consciously, <laughs> so often you fall short of it. Um, but I think it, it, it is to be, I think conscious that and I, I mean I've had a good you know I, I have benefited from a secure family uh, life um, from a good education uh, from having great experiences in, in in work I think you've just got to always be conscious that you are you know that, that you're fortunate and that there is a responsibility towards those who are not so fortunate and one of the things I, I was on the one of the original members of the um, Poverty Truth Commission. And I certainly learned a lot from that and the importance in terms of power, of people in power. Uh, if you're going to address some of the issues, issues of poverty, issues of uh, tackling the daily challenges of people who are vulnerable, uh, then they have got to be involved in that too, that it's, it's not got to be top down. Uh, you've got to bring people along with you, uh, and I certainly learnt a lot from my time, um, you know, involved in the Poverty Truth Commission, uh, and I think that is something which, you know, could, you know, should perhaps try engage more politicians and people in power in that. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I've thoroughly enjoyed my time speaking with you today, and uh, I would like to maybe talk a lot more, and maybe one day we can get a longer conversation that would allow us to explore other areas. But I think it's been just a fascinating starter to get people, uh, perhaps this week in Sanctuary First, as the prayers have been written and uh, the thoughts have been there and the scripture readings are going to be around this whole thing, that perhaps uh, this will be a good discussion starter to get people thinking about all of our role and how we how we conduct ourselves in, in our everyday lives to seek justice for all. Yeah, well, thank you, and it certainly stimulated a lot of thought on my part too. Just when you start challenging some of these basics. So, well, thank you again, and uh, to those of you listening in in the podcast, thank you for taking the time to listen to us, and uh, to next time, take care. Bye.